0: most shows you don't find out the culprit until the very end so you've got to keep watching and keep watching you think ah but with Columbo you know and you think wow that's clever oh I like that that happened and the traitors is very similar they give you the traitors you know so you're on that journey with the traitors with the faithfuls and the the outcome is who's going to solve the crime
1: Well hello and welcome to Binge Watch, this is the very special podcast because today we are talking to Faye from Series 1 of The Traitors and I am with Stephen Perkins.
2: Hello, yes it's me uh, from Binge Watch's sister podcast, What I'm here for one episode only as a um, fellow Traitors aficionado.
1: And we are very excited to be here and talking to Faye. So, Faith, thank you so much for uh, chatting to us today. Um, I just wanted to start with, obviously, this is Binge Watch. We we talk every week um, about what we're binging on, and I talk Mm -hmm. a lot about traitors, which you're a huge part of. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience?
0: Goodness me, but what do you want to know? Because the experience is huge. Um, Just being chosen from thousands to go into the castle... I mean, that was an experience on its own. I'd never been to Scotland before. So when I saw the application, it said the Highlands. And I thought, wow, this looks really interesting. And it was all very mysterious. They didn't give a lot away, but they just said, have you got what it takes to be with 22 people? And you were actually isolated from everybody and no one knew the format so I just felt I was at a stage in my life where I wanted to do something totally different because I've been working in education for 30 years and left as head of welfare and it was my 60th birthday last year and I just felt in 22 I thought I need to look at what else I can do differently and yep I landed an audition and the rest is history.
1: It's been amazing, because so, and it's come on so far, hasn't it, since you've been on it? I mean, the series is I can't wait to watch it each time it's <laughs> on you know we're all talking about it at work. Do you think that that's changed the show? because obviously just gathered pace. Now that you mentioned that you didn't know the format, people do kind of know the format now. What, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, absolutely, because see, they've they this series too have had something to work on. You know, because it's like anything, the first of something is, wow, this is interesting. And I'm sure the producers didn't realise how huge it was going to be because, you know, we won everything last year, Baptists, NTAs, Royal Society Awards. I mean, I don't know, goodness, they must have won about 15 different awards last year. And Series 2, as like you said, it's they're built on that. It's bigger. It's huge. There's banners in London now with people's heads on it you know and they're all household names you know we were there a little bit but because people didn't know about it we probably didn't get the um the public announcement yeah exposure absolutely but they're getting it they're on tv they've got a after show now we didn't have an after show so they can actually talk about their experience in the castle so that the whole public could share that with them. We didn't have that. So we had to work very hard on our Instagram stories and our social media to keep in touch with our fans. And it's, you know, it's quite a job to do that, particularly me who's an at IT, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and me too, it seems. Um, um in terms of the, the, the show, do you do you keep in contact with the other people that were on there
0: with you yes I've got a handful of buddies I'm very close with them and um you know you won't be in touch with all of them because that's just how it is it's a bit like your workplace there's certain people you enjoy their company so yeah we hang out I hang I was hanging out last weekend with a couple of them you know so yeah and I'm hanging out this weekend with some so it's lovely it really is And is it very very showman-like in there? I mean, when you watch it, obviously
1: it's called traitors. So, Mm. you know, there are the traitors in there and they think you think they're your friends. Are you ever friends with them again after they've done something like that or does it feel very
0: personal? Well, at the time it feels personal. You know, nobody likes to be accused of something. They're not. So at the time, yes. But if you're a reflective person like I am, You have to realize it's a game. And I'm a competitive person. I've played sports all my life at a good level. So I know that when you go into a game phase, we call it game phase mode, you'll go out there to win. You're not out there to hand it to the other team. So they have to do what they have to do. So you have to have that mindset. Yeah. And if you don't have that mindset, you could have issues afterwards. And, you know,
2: that's how it is. Do you think maybe um, because um, obviously the people this time around had seen it on TV before, perhaps a bit easier for them to see it as a game, whereas because you were going in completely fresh to it, it was perhaps felt a little bit more personal?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you're right, because going into something that you've seen before, you could have a strategy. I mean, it's like I said, I'm a team player, so I coached basketball at a very high level and you had a plan for your team. You know, if you didn't have a plan, seriously, you were going to get beaten seriously. So they would have had some sort of game plan. This is how I'm going to play it. However, you know, and I know that plans don't always work. And in a place like the Traitors in the castle, it's so intense. Honestly, I've been to some finals where we've had to hit that last shot to win the match. This is different. Seriously, <laughs> you are honestly, you're in fight-flight fight, flight mode the whole time in there because you just don't know, you're paranoid. You know, you walk into a room and are they talking about me or are they changing the subject? Because we're all under suspicion, every single one of us. The only people that know the truth are the traitors. And I, I wondered about that. Does this bring the, out the very best or the very worst in people, do you think, Faye? Depends on your character if you're a highly strong person that could bring out the worst in you <laughs> and then if you're an yeah. introvert it might help you you know assert yourself a little bit so I think it's it's the individual I think if you're going into a show like that you've got to be a pretty sound and confident person to do it in the first place do they do quite a lot of checks on people before if quite oh a yeah. The, 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 yeah 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 they're very good everything you have to tick all the boxes basically however it's up to you to be honest and truthful why when you are ticking those boxes yeah
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah. uh, yeah, that is that is true it's it's an it's an interesting format for or reality tv has obviously been huge for many 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 years i love starting, it i guess, love it the big brothers but this is new and it's different why do you think the audience the public I mean, it got over 6 million views the night before last. I mean, this is (laughs) massive for The beat, Huge. Why do you think it's so big?
0: Well, the concept, like you said, is totally different. So if you think about it, 22 people have never met. They're isolated. However... You, the audience, can see who the culprits are. A little bit like Columbo. Columbo was one of the, when I was growing up, I don't know how old you guys are, but Columbo was the biggest detective show. Yes, there were other shows, Kojak and Fi um, O, and all these other ones. But Columbo, you knew from the beginning who'd done the murder, because they showed it to you. And then what you wanted to see was how Columbo could solve it. And that was the biggest, for me, that was the thing. I wasn't, because in most shows, you don't find out the culprit until the very end. So you've got to keep watching and keep watching. You think, ah, but with Columbo, you know, and you think, wow, that's clever. Oh, I like that. That happened. And the traitors is very similar. They give you the traitors. You know, so you're on that journey with the traitors, with the faithfuls. And the the outcome is who's going to solve the crime? Yeah, and how? Yeah, and, and how. I guess that I
1: get. And how? And I and and like you say, it's incredibly intense. I, I wanted to talk about Claudia for a moment because Claudia is a big part of the show, isn't she? And not least her wardrobe.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> She's it?
1: brilliant. Did you get um, to, Did you get to spend time with her?
0: Oh, she is absolutely honestly. I've told people the story of the church. We did two episodes in the church. One was the bell ringing, and one was when Kieran and Amos returned. And it was absolutely freezing in the church. You know, churches are never warm places anyway. She came in with this hot water bottle. She had her fingerless mittens on. And I just looked over at her and she said, You're cold, Faye, aren't you? I said, reason she says you take my hot water bottle and you get yourself warmed up and that was it i had the hot water bottle for an hour warmed up and then gave it back to her at the end and that is how genuine and lovely she is she's she's so humble she's so down to earth and you know everything you see like on strictly as well not just the traitors she's exactly like that she, she's in it with you, you can feel it, you know, the, you can feel the transference between her and us when people are upset, you can see she's upset, she's feeling yeah. the pain, she's brilliant, she's amazing she really is a nice person
1: She's a massive part of the show, she, she? She, I, think, I think she's part of the success
0: She is, she, yeah, for me there's only one other presenter that could have <coughs> pulled it off like Claudia and that's Davina McCall, for me Davina McCall and Claudia, they've got that same empathy with their um, contestants. And for me, she's the only other person, because I remember when they were saying to us, it's going to be big. You don't know who the we didn't know who the presenter was until we lined up, you know, when we were outside and we arrived. She came out of the castle and we all screamed. (laughs) They never showed that bit because we thought, oh my God, Claudia. But I would have screamed equally if that was Davina McCall. Love Davina McCall.
1: (laughs) You know, you're right. They've got the same energy, haven't they?
2: Yeah. Lovely. Yeah.
1: Sorry, I interrupted
2: you, Steve. You, you no, I, was, I was just going to ask I mean, you know, I imagine the stress of this show must be incredible because you're out there, you're being suspicious of everybody else, everybody else is being suspicious of you. How do you sort of live with that on a day to day basis? Well,
0: I can't talk for everybody else, Stephen, but I work in reflective practice because of my job. I work with social, emotional, mental health children for 30 years. And if you work with those children, you will know that. The anxiety that they carry and project the whole time is with all of the staff. So you have to be a reflective person. So I took my skills of 30 years into the program so I could go away, be reflective, think about things like Will said, jot things down in a book. That's huge reflection to write things down, write down everything you did that day. That was my downfall because I disclosed all of that to Will on episode nine (laughs) and and then he killed me (laughs) so but that is how you get through something like that because honestly your brain is 24 7 you're trying to solve it and you can't solve it because you don't know who the traitors are and i don't care what anybody says people go oh no go and try it it's not that easy (laughs) andrew andrew has said that several times you've heard some of the other contestants say wow i thought i'd could handle this but this is different it is it's totally different it's a it's a experiential group do you know if mm. you've ever been to an experiential group that's what this is
2: yeah obviously as viewers as you mentioned earlier we have the advantage of we watch it we know who the traders are so it's very easy for us to sit there and go why aren't they getting this but obviously you don't have that information so it, it must be quite weird sort of watching it back and seeing all these reactions people and knowing how very different it is from the inside
0: yeah, that was the bit, because like I said, because I got to episode 10, I'd seen the banishments, I would I knew it was murdered, I saw the crosses on the pictures, so I didn't know how, A, they were going to edit it, and I didn't know all those little bits, like, oh, I never knew so-and-so said that, because I wasn't there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Are you watching this series, and how much do you love it? <laughs> it's me, I'm watching it. As it happens, because I'm doing loads of interviews, um, loads of articles, radio, TV. And I do a, I've done a, every night I've done a post um, show debrief as well on X, the old Twitter account. So I love <laughs> I it. love the fact we always said X, the old <laughs> Twitter account. <laughs> Some people don't even know what X is when I say, patch me on X, what's that? You know, so I say Twitter. You have to say that, but um, yeah, yeah, we've we've had to watch it live because I don't want any spoilers either. I want to see it as it happens, just like everybody else that's watching it. And honestly, I've been gripped. I mean, it's just bloody brilliant TV. I tell you what, BBC are so lucky that they took this one on, aren't they? They really are. Do you think
1: this is any different? Do you think there's any different this series? I mean, I mean, it's obviously. I think it's just built in its traction, hasn't it? But I mean, yeah. this seems to have just surpassed everything now. I mean, this is just
0: massive. Well, I think obviously the advertising, they must have pushed, pushed it out a lot because it's everywhere and everyone's talking about it. Doesn't matter if you're on a sports channel, a news channel, even Lidl are talking about it. You know, everybody's <laughs> talking about it. So. Yes, it is different this year. And um, the exposure, like I said, they have the after show, which is Ed Gamble. Ed Gamble, yeah. He does the after show on straight afterwards. So you're getting to know the the um, contestants, aren't you, on a bit more of a personal level and all the celebrities that want to be on there. <laughs> There's loads of celebrities that want to be involved in it as well. So, And they're putting it on their socials. They've got millions of followers. Some of these, you know, A-listers. So it's yeah, BBC are on the winner, Studio Lambert on the winner as well because they're the production company. It's just and it's all over the world now. It's not just in the UK. You know, I was in America last Easter. And it just, it was still fresh. And people in America would recognizing me. Hey, hey, how are you? And I'd look and I'd say, fine. They'd go, you were great on the traders, you know. And I'd think, God, you know. What, yeah. And this was in hotels. It was just great. That's amazing.
1: That's yeah. absolutely amazing. Do you think that people can have careers off the back of this show
0: that, you know, stop their regular role and, you know. Well, for me, I knew that I was going to sort of not retire, but take a sideward step because I knew that 30 years in working with very traumatized children takes its toll. You know, people normally give it a maximum of 10 years. I did 30. So I knew that I needed to do something different for my own well-being and um, an ambassador for Ripple Suicide Prevention. I'm um, a campaigner for the NSPCC now. I sit on the board of a social and emotional mental health organisation. And I'm um, now involved as another ambassador with Lawrence Delalio's Rugby Works. And this is all because of the traitors. People have said, oh, would you come in? I'd like you to be. And I host a podcast called The Uncut Show with another reality TV star from Rise and Fall. I don't know if you know Rise and Fall, but Ramona. Mm -hmm. So I host that with her and um, we knock out about four shows a month. So gosh, you know, who would have thought it? And like I said, that was exactly what I wanted. Something different, something, I, I was totally out of my comfort zone. Now I'm doing interviews with people like you guys, which is amazing. And I love that world. I really do. And um, my dream is to do a documentary on the boys that I've worked with for 30 years about social, emotional, mental health. That is my dream. And, you know, I'm talking to a few of the right people who are really keen to get on board about that, because I think the awareness in education at the moment is very poor. I'll be honest, they're at crises schools need support and particularly with children with mental health issues which we're not even touching the surface with so I want to get out there and sort of talk about that more and that's hence why I've joined these type of charities because they're close to you know what I believe in I'm not just going to go and join a charity that's something that I'm not interested in I've got to be passionate about it and I am so that's that's amazing because you're
1: you're using the platform to do something that really matters and carries which is really
0: fantastic and I'm not accountable to anybody because I've retired officially. So I can say, yep, I can do this interview at 11, 12. I can go to these events. I mean, I get DMs. for event. I've had three new DMs this morning for events in London. Faye, can you come to this art event? Faye, can you come to this fashion show? Faye, can you come? To-? Honestly, it's just incredible and it's lovely and it's a different world. It really is, you know? Yeah. Aside from Traitors, what Mm -hmm. else do you love to watch on TV? Well, you see, I like to watch, I love X Factor was brilliant at its best because I love music, hence the name Radio Girls. I love music, so X Factor, I used to love watching that. I love watching Strictly, of course. I like watching box sets that are four to six um, episodes because you can get them done in a weekend. However, during COVID, I did smash The Walking Dead. I did binge that, honestly, the whole lot. I think I've got another series to watch on that. Stranger Things was another one that I smashed in um, lockdown. (laughs) But I did. I mean, box sets are great. You know, Angela Black was a great one. I remember watching that one as well. There's some really fantastic stuff out there at the moment. But um, I mainly watch a lot of sports in my Free time more than TV, but um, if I do watch, I like to watch the box sets with um, up to four to six. Like I said, yeah, yeah.
1: It's even more. It's more accessible, isn't it? It's easier just to do and get, like you so say, you can smash get them it more easily. Yeah. If you were offered any other reality show, would you consider any others?
0: Oh yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. Yeah, I love Race Across the World. I don't know if you've watched that one. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, great. And amaze, the Amazing Race is another one, which is quite good. I'm torn about Big Brother because I loved Big Brother 1, 2 and 3. And then that was it. I went off it. But however, the last one sort of brought it back to people again, because I thought that was really good. The last Big Brother really enjoyed that. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a few reality TV. I wouldn't want to do any of the dancing ones or, or the last Singer or anything like that. That is too nerve-wracking. I think the round table's easier than that, truly.
2: <laughs> Out of curiosity, if you had the chance to go back and do The Traitors again, you know, having seen it now as a TV show, would you do anything differently?
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, you would. You wouldn't disclose to a traitor that you've got a master <laughs> plan, that's for sure, um, <laughs> I think, you, I. do you know what, and I'd I'd be a little bit more reserved because sadly the ones, you know, it wasn't, people say you got to episode 10, God, were you lucky. I was nearly murdered by the traitors episode one and two. I don't know if you remember, but my face was the one they said, we ought to get rid of Faye, she's a bit on it, isn't she? And then I got through that, and then two, and then after episode three, I kind of just gone, went under the, Radar a little bit, and then sadly, I disclosed to Will that I had a master plan, and I could see exactly where the traitors were sitting on the round table, and they were right over on his side.
2: <laughs>
0: so that was it. So yeah, I would do things differently, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's hard though, isn't it? Because when you get in there, you get lulled into this sort of false
1: sense of security. You're going like you're living it, aren't you? It's not. It's not easy.
0: Yeah, but if you if you're not too vocal. If you notice, they're the people that do the the best, because the finger's not being pointed at you much. You just need to say enough just to keep yourself in there. And I think, you know, there's a few people in there that have done that. Look at the ones that have gone. They've been very vocal people. Anthony, Diane, you know, Aubrey, Sonia. They were the first picked off because they were too vocal at the start. And that's what happens. Well, when, they,
1: when they've got it wrong and they sit there and they've got their head in their hands and it turns people like, oh, I knew it was, you know, they start to turn against each other, even in that moment around the
0: table, don't they? Yeah, but Harry guards is amazing, isn't he? I mean, we keep going back to it, but God, he's just phenomenal. He really <laughs> is. It really is. It, 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 the whole thing's phenomenal. <laughs> Are you traitors or faithful fans?
2: Are you rooting for a faithful or a traitor? I don't know still. I'm a little bit on the fence. I I I was kind of um series one I was very much rooting for the traitors, and series two I've 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 gone back and forth repeatedly.
0: Right, okay. Right. See I want Jazz to get to the final because I feel he deserves it. He's worked the hardest out of all of Zach as well, but ooh, I just have a funny feeling Zach could be murdered tonight. I don't know, but (laughs) (laughs) you're laughing. Poor Zach, he says a lot, doesn't he? But Zach Zach and Jazz deserve to get to the final because of their work ethics in trying to find the traitors. And I want Harry, if any traitor's going to win it, it's got to be Harry because he's just been a master. He's manipulated, he's schemed, he's just drawn them all in and sat back and watched it all happen I love the fact we just talk so you know openly yeah we're gonna get murdered tonight
1: (laughs) it's so so weird isn't
2: it that that full-on funeral for Diane I feel like anything possible now (laughs) oh no
0: that was really morbid that bit wasn't it very morbid but it was nice that she said to Ross goodbye so that was fair that was good that bit that she got that bit in yeah (laughs)